Hace Inglés presenta Into the Story, el podcast para aprender inglés con historias reales contadas por gente de todo el mundo. Thanks to its vibrant sea life and stunning coral, the notorious Playa de Carmen, Mexico, attracts scuba divers from all around the world. At 18 years old, our storyteller Andrea set off on her own adventure in the Gulf of Mexico to explore its oceans and become a professional diver. I just remember just seeing the sky almost. And you couldn't even, besides the bubbles that you're exhaling, it was crystal clear. You couldn't even see, it didn't even feel like you were in water. In today's episode, we hear about how an innocent day of sunshine and sun tanning on the beach resulted in Andrea deep underwater with her daredevil friend Marco, both of them running out of air and wondering why she didn't have a bathing suit on. You'll hear Andrea describe the magic of being so deep in the ocean and the importance of putting safety first as a scuba diver. We're calling this episode Underwater under pressure. Before we begin listening, let's talk about some of the vocabulary and expressions you'll hear Andrea say. Buoyant. Buoyant, spelt B-U-O-Y-A-N-T, is an adjective we use most commonly to describe something that is able to float in a liquid or stay on the surface of water. In Andrea's story, you'll hear her talking about using weights in her pockets to stop herself from becoming buoyant in her wetsuit. Buoyant. Sheer. Sheer has a few different meanings in English. It can be used to describe something light or delicate, as in a sheer fabric, or it can be used as a synonym to pure, as in sheer happiness. But in today's episode, Andrea describes a sheer drop-off underwater. Una caída alta de golpe, o un acantilado escarpado. Here she's talking about an underwater cliff that goes straight down. With words like sheer, it's important to listen to the word in context to determine its meaning. Stunning. Stunning is an adjective that we use as a synonym to words like impressive or amazing. For example, you could say that from the top of the mountain, we had a stunning view of the landscape. To gasp for. This phrasal verb refers to the action of trying to catch your breath, usually with your mouth open. Runners often gasp for air after a race, Or, if you've been underwater for a long time, you will probably gasp for air when you come to the surface again. To gasp for. And finally, to sink. To sink refers to the action of falling to the bottom of the sea or some form of water. You'll hear Andrea describe the moment of watching her weights sink to the bottom of the ocean. As always, if you want to get the most out of Si Quieres Sacar el Máximo Partido de Andrea's story, you have a full transcript, vocabulary list, and listening comprehension activities on our website, acingles.com. That's la letra A, letra C, ingles.com. 
Okay, let's get into the story. I was 19 years old, living in Playa de Carmen, Mexico. And I was in the middle of taking my dive master course. This is a course that allows you to take scuba divers on an excursion, a dive. I had a friend who was an instructor at the school that I was taking the course at. And his name was Marco, and he was very adventurous, fun, exciting Italian that lived, that came from Rome, and he was doing a season at this school. So it was one of my days off, and I was at a beach. So I was sun tanning, and I wasn't around anybody. It was just a very remote beach. Anyways, beautiful day, and I was wearing a very, very small, um, almost non-existent bottoms, string-like, I would say. <laughs> so anyways, I was sun tanning on my sarong. That's all I had. And from a far distance, I heard Marco yelling my name. He was Andrea, and he was so excited. Andrea, Andrea. Come with me, we're going diving. He said, we're doing a really deep dive on the wall. So the wall is just a a sheer drop off, um, probably about 200 feet from the shore. He had hired a 14 year old boy um, with his penga, which is a small boat, to take us on the dive. And I just quickly said, well, I don't have any of my gear. I don't have my wetsuit. He's like, I have everything ready at the dive shop. He said, you can use my wetsuit. So his wetsuit is a five mil, meaning that it's just thicker. And a thicker wetsuit makes you more buoyant. In any case, I put his wetsuit on and I put extra weights in my pockets. He had his dive watch. The dive watch just controls your time, your depth. We jump in the water. Unfortunately, my weight belt fell off. Okay, that's fine. We can deal with this because I had a couple weights in my pocket. This dive is absolutely phenomenal. The water is so clear. I want to say visibility is well past 100 feet. So it's absolutely beautiful, stunning. So we're just going further down, further down, kicking, kicking. I'm following Marco. And I just, all I'm, now I start just hearing his dive watch beeping. Beep, 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 beep. Because we're way too deep. 120 feet, 140 feet, 180 feet. And it's just becoming phenomenal. I mean, the corals are just different than they are closer to the surface. It was so clear and it started getting really dark. It's beautiful, deep, deep blue. And you cannot, like it was thousands of feet to the bottom. I started getting narcosis. It's something that happens when you dive, when you go to those depths. A lot of people explain it as being kind of drunk and quite happy. And that's also a reason why going this deep is so dangerous. 
And it made me feel like I was kind of like in Alice in Wonderland, like just entering this, this place that was so magical. At this point, I remember Marco told me to stop and he was, believe it or not, going to go deeper. So I just sat there and I looked up at the, the, the water above me. I looked down. I was watching Marco and I just heard his beeping get quieter and quieter. And I just was there by myself. And I remember looking up. And just, I could almost see the surface. The water was so clear. I just remember just seeing the sky almost. And you couldn't even, besides the bubbles that you're exhaling, it was crystal clear. You couldn't even see. It didn't even feel like you were in water. And then I heard Marco's watch, the beeping, get louder and louder. And he was... He was coming closer and closer to me. And, and honestly, he just grabbed the back of my tank and we just started ascending. We started going up um, quite fast. Normally, the process would be a slow kicking. You basically want to slowly come to the surface. And you always have to do a safety stop. And um, because the depth we went to, we had to do four safety stops. At about the third safety stop, I started to become incredibly buoyant. This is when we really started noticing that my lack of weights was a huge problem. I was really running out of air. I was struggling. I was breathing way too much just to stay down. I was swimming upside down, trying so hard to stay down. We were holding each other's vests. We were staying together. The currents were getting a little stronger. While I was upside down, the two weights that were in my pockets fell out. Now, we're, we're watching these weights just sink into the abyss and we just look at each other in the face and we knew this was a huge problem. So now, I cannot stay down. I'm completely buoyant. I, I'm just swimming so hard and we're literally looking at my air. It's just dropping. I'm minutes away from running out of air. I was quite scared and Mark was holding on to me and I run out of air. I take my regulator out and I grab his alternate and now we're both breathing on his tank. We somehow communicate at this depth that I need to get rid of this wetsuit. This wetsuit is just like holding a, a ball under the water. This is what it's feeling like, but it's wrapped around my entire body. So I turn around so he can unzip it. I peel, I'm peeling it off and I completely even forgot I was naked. I turn once I flip upside down to peel it off my ankles. Just looking in his eyes, his eyes were so wide because he had no idea that I didn't have any uh, bathing suit on underneath. But I just remember laughing. It was quite funny. And basically now we're looking at Marco's air supply and it is going so fast because now there's both of us breathing off of his tank. And I, I had to go. I had to go up 44 feet. All I had in my mind was getting to the surface and getting that second breath of air. Mm -hmm. 
never felt more like Little Mermaid my entire life. When I burst out through the water, I just remember gasping for air. And all I could see was this big boat. There's seven young American guys on a fishing charter. And they were all standing there, just staring at me with their mouths open. Like, where the heck did this girl come from? And I just pulled myself up, fell in like, like, a, like a fish. And I just laid on my back and I was just breathing and I was exhausted. And then I looked up again and these guys, their jaws were still open. They had no idea where I came from. They were probably very confused why I was naked. Now we're looking for Marco's bubbles. Before we could even put too much thought into it, he came up. We were helping him onto the boat. Now we're so both sitting in the boat and we're like hugging. Now we're hugging each other and we're like touching each other's face. Like, are you okay? We just started laughing. We cannot believe what just happened. I wish there was more of a lesson in this story. Um, but it's more just probably just an exciting story of kind of stupidity. And uh, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't go to 290 feet on one tank. Gracias por haber escuchado la historia de Andrea. Nos encantaría saber qué te ha parecido este episodio. Puedes enviarnos un correo electrónico a hello.haceingles.com Y si aún no lo has hecho, suscríbete a Into the Story en Spotify, iTunes o en tu plataforma preferida. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we hope you have a good time, or at least, a good story to tell.